fan for fan line and blessings to you for checking out today's podcast hello everyone i'm marvin fant and this is black facts today we have we're going to talk about carl brigham the designer of the sat who was a known racist yes the designer of the sat and the designer of the aptitude test for the military was a known racist. And the first thing I thought of when hearing this news was I I look back to, um, you remember the Good Times episode where Michael had failed the, um, the SAT test and it, it shocked everyone because we, we all know Michael was super smart. And it boiled down to how the test was worded, how it was phrased. And at the time, you know, I was a, a boy myself, pretty much around that age. I didn't couldn't understand the magnitude of what was happening what was going on. And it took me some years to figure that out. But the thing is, the test was racially biased. It was pointed out then, nearly some 40 years ago, and it's being pointed out now. But yet, not enough people take this serious. But let me inform you. Let me let me let me follow on here. The racist beginnings of standardized testing from grade school to college, students of color have suffered the effects of biased testing. As the US absorbed millions of immigrants from Europe beginning in the 19th century, the day's leading social scientists, many of them white Anglo-Saxon Protestants, were concerned by the infiltration of non-whites into the nation's public schools. At the time, psychologist Carl Brigham wrote that African-Americans were on the low end of the racial, ethnic, and or cultural spectrum. Brigham had helped to develop aptitude tests for the U.S. Army during World War I and was influential in the development of the scholastic aptitude test be it the SAT. At the time, he and other social scientists, he and other social scientists, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, considered the SAT a new psychological test and a supplement to existing college board exams. In the 21st century, 
The SAT and the ACT, American College Testing, are part of a wide range of tests students may face before reaching college. The College Board also offers SAT 2 tests designed for individual subjects ranging, ranging from biologic, biolo, biology, excuse me, <laughs> got tongue tied here, biology to geography. The Marathon Four Hour Advanced Placement, AP, examinations, which some universities accept for students who want to opt out of introductory college level classes remain common. Nearly 350,000 took the U.S. History AP test in 2017, the most popular subject test offered. There's also the PSAT, Preliminary Scholastic Aptitude Test, taken primarily by 11th graders as preparation for the SAT and as an assessment for the National Merit Scholarships. Bias testing from the, from the start Brigham's PhD dissertation written in 1916 says variable factors in the Bennett test analyzed the work of the French psychologist Alfred, Alfred Bennett, who designed intelligence tests as diagnostic tools to detect learning disabilities. The Stanford psychologist Lewis Terman relied on Bennett's work to produce today's standard IQ test. The Stanford Bennett intelligence test during World War I, standardized tests helped place 1.5 million soldiers in units segregated by race and by test scores. The tests were scientific, yet they remained deeply biased, according to researchers and media reports. In 1917, <clears throat> excuse me, Terman and a group of colleagues were recruited by the American Psychological Association to help the Army develop group intelligence tests and a group intelligence scale. Army testing during World War I ignited the most rapid expansion of the school testing movement. And by 1918, there were more than 100 standardized tests developed by different researchers to measure achievement in the principal elementary and secondary school subjects. The U.S. Bureau of Education reported in 1925 that intelligence and achievement tests were increasingly used to classify students at all levels. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> the first SAT was administered in 1926 to more than 8,000 students 40% of them were female. The original test lasted 90 minutes and consisted of 315 questions focused on vocabulary and basic math. Unlike the college boards, the SAT is designed primarily to assess aptitude for learning rather than mastery of subjects already learned, according to Eric Jacobson, a New Jersey writer and math physics teacher based at Newark Academy in Livingston, New Jersey. <clears throat> For some college officials, an aptitude test, which is presumed to measure intelligence, is appealing since at this time in 1926, intelligence and ethnic origin are thought to be connected. 
and therefore the results of such tests could be used to limit admissions of particularly undesirable ethnicities. By 1930, multiple choice tests were firmly entrenched in <clears throat> U.S. schools. And see, this is all, all in, in the guise of racism. These tests were used in, in to um, spread racism, to use racism. But I'll continue on. The rapid spread of the SAT sparked debate among along two lines. Some critics viewed the multiple choice format as encouraging memorization and guessing, while others others examined the content of the questions and reached the conclusion that the tests were racist. Eventually, Brigham adapted the Army test for use in college admissions, and his work began to interest interested administrators at Harvard University. Starting in 1934, Harvard adopted the SAT to select scholarship recipients at the school. Many institutions of higher learning soon followed suit. Since the beginning of standardized testing, Students of color, particularly those from low-income families, have suffered the most from high-stakes testing in U.S. public schools. Decades of research demonstrate that African-American, Latino, and Native American students, as well as students from some Asian groups, experience bias from standardized tests administered from early childhood through college. Assessment by the 1950s and 1960s, top U.S. universities were talent searching for the brainy kids, regardless of ethnicity, states Jerome Carabel in The Chosen, the hidden history of admission and exclusion at Harvard, Yale, and Princeton. This dictum among universities to identify the brightest students as reflected by test scores did not bode well for students from communities of color who were as a result of widespread bias in testing, disproportionately failing state or local high school graduation exams. According to the National Center for Fair and Opening for fair and open testing, also known as fair test. The center addresses issues related to accuracy in student test taking and scoring while working to eliminate racial, class, gender, and cultural barriers posed by standardized testing. According to fair test research, on average, students of color score lower on college admission tests Thus, many capable youth are denied entrance or access to so-called merit scholarships, contributing to the huge racial gap in college enrollments and completion. High stakes testing also causes additional damage to some students who are categorized as English language learners, ELLS. The tests are often inaccurate for uh, the abbreviated term is L's according to 
fair test, leading to misplacement or retention. L's are alongside students with disabilities, those least likely to pass graduation tests. African-Americans, especially males, are disproportionately placed or misplaced in special education, frequently based on test results. In effect, the use of high stakes tests perpetuates racial inequality through the emotional and psychological power of the test over the test takers. According to Fairtest, a flawed science in his essay, the racist origins of the SAT, Gil Troy, calls Brigham a pilgrim, pedigreed, eugenics-blinded bigot. Eugenics is often defined as the science of improving a human population by controlled breeding to increase the occurrence of desirable, heritable characteristics. It was developed by Francis Galton as a method of improving the human race. Only after the perversion of its doctrines by the Nazis in World War II was the theory dismissed. All American decency and idolism coexisted uncomfortably with these scientists. Equally, American racism and closed-mindedness, Troy wrote, Bennett, Terman, and Brigham stood at the intersection of powerful intellectual, ideological, and political trends a century ago when the age of science and standardization began. According to Troy, in those consensus-seeking times, scientists became obsessed with deviations and handicaps, both physical and intellectual. Troy also states, and many social scientists misapplying Charles Darwin's evolving evolutionary science and eugenics pseudoscience, worried about maintaining white purity. Today, a reform, a reform movement is growing across the nation to resist testing, abuse, and overuse, and to promote authentic assessment. In some communities, according to Fair Test, parents, students, education, support professionals, and teachers are boycott, excuse me, boycotting and opting out of tests. Also, demonstrations, rallies, forums, and town hall meetings focusing on test reform have been organized. So, there you have it on that. Carl Brigham, the father of the SAT, was a racist. No said. Well, that's it for today's podcast. Please feel free to comment and share. And if you feel led to give a donation, I gratefully appreciate your support. And I leave you with this word from Romans 
chapter 12, verse 2. Be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Enough said.